welcome. It, I don't even know what day. What is it? Wednesday? It's Wednesday, I think. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I have a quick surprise for you. I'm not going to keep him late because he's like an old man. Welcome, River. What's up? He's, he's not taking any questions, but I wanted to bring him on because I want to pop this up. So we're going to see a bunch of stuff happening for River next week. And including in that is his new music, you guys. And he's been on our show before and his music is fire. And that intro is your original music, correct? Yes, it is. So you guys make sure when you're watching next week's episode <laughs> that you pay attention to the music because River's spitting fire. Fire! Listen, hey, listen. I'm dropping, uh, I'm dropping a project called Exodus October 16th. And that's one of the songs, you know. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a big surprise. October sixteenth, as in like three days away from now. Yeah. October sixteenth, Exodus dropping everywhere you stream music. Yeah. How many songs? Seven songs. Seven songs. Yeah. So this is your second like music drop, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, I'm always dropping music, so this is, you know, it's nothing new, but yeah, it is my second. Now I heard something, and so am I supposed to be calling you River Knight? Well, that's my name. River Knight is my government name. That's my name I had since birth. I know it's your name, but usually people just say River. But are you going by River Knight full? Well, oh, to, to be fair, I, I've always went by River Knight. It's just uh, close family and friends, they call me River. But since it was on like a national scale, everybody just, you know, they decided just, oh, River, River. But I never asked to be called River. Like that was just a nickname given. I didn't ask for it. I don't like it. So you like River Knight better? Yeah, that's my name. I love it. That's okay. We're calling you River Knight, even though I I consider myself a close family and friend now. But I'll go with River Knight just because you prefer it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm not keeping him long. He just popped in to say hi to everyone, and everyone's saying hi to you. Like, hey, hey, River, hey, River. You oh, they're saying, hey, hold on, what's going on? Hold on. Hey, I might need to stay a little longer and talk. Oh, great, stay a little longer. We love you. it. I might stay a little longer and chat it up with my people, man. Listen, River Knight, Crystal is comparing you to Adele. She said, nice, can't wait. Smart to wait after Adele. So you're right up there with Adele in her mind. She's going to buy Adele's music, and then she's going to buy your music. No, I think she, <laughs> I think she's advising me to wait after Adele drops. I don't think so. I don't think that's what she meant. I know oh. her. Patty's saying, hey, River, hey. I don't know if you remember her from the anniversary, but she's the one that was flirting with you. I don't recall any flirting going on there. Lies. I Lies. Flirting going on. Lies. I, in fact, let me just sit this real quick, you know. Listen, everyone watching here, almost everyone watching so far, was literally on that same live. So they know what I'm talking about. River was getting <laughs> locked by the ladies y'all flocked by the ladies uh, people sliding into his dms the whole uh, nine yards sliding into my dms because they're trying to get to river i was like i don't know anything about this you're gonna have to hit him up here on your own let me cover up these people are outrageous man <laughs> these people are outrageous they said dming you about me about you, you? Oh, facts those are facts and what are you telling them? See, C. Cruz says, yes, I remember. I say to them, listen, you need to slide directly into his DMs because I, I know nothing about this. Oh, you t so you set me up over here, huh? Not only did I set you up, but I 
distinctly recall, and if you guys follow our social media, you know that River was one of our premium Fan Friday single and ready to mingle. And when I say that day blew up, that day blew up as well. When I say there were hundreds, hundreds of women, hundreds of women sliding into the DMs and the comments. And don't make me pull up my Instagram, River, and act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Listen. There were hundreds of women. So. I'm not going to say I'm a ladies' man, but I'm going to say, like. I mean, ladies love River Knight. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got. I don't want to be blushing up here. Hold on, let me let me let me get back into my character. You know what I'm saying? Let me get back into my mold because you give me blushing. I'm laughing. I'm just speaking facts. I I'm only speaking about what I know. Okay. And I and and the live chat literally yeah. can back me up. I know Raydella. I know Crystal. I know even uh, maybe C Cruz was there, but there were a lot of people that were there that can back me up on what I'm saying. Okay. 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 Respect. Respect. Now listen. Oh wait, have you heard about? Is it uh Jess and Jennifer? Yeah, Double J. What you thinking? You like you like it? What you thinking? Um. Well, everyone keeps asking me that. I think that they are suited for the single life. I'll say that. Mm. I think that this is perfect timing for both of them to be back on our TVs on the single life. Um, but you know, from what we know of Jennifer, we only know a little bit cause we only saw her one season, but she seems like she's more of a family oriented person. And so I don't know if Jesse's going to be a match for her. Cause you think he, you think he's not ready to commit? Have, like she has a whole kid. She has a whole kid. He likes to jet set and, you know, make videos about him jet setting. She can jet set for so long, but she also has a, a whole kid to take care of. So you think you think they're not going to work well together? I don't think that they're going to last the, lo- the long haul. Like, are they forever, forever people? Probably not. Are they for right oh, now? How do you know? Like, how do you like? How do you know when it's forever and when it's not? Though, um, because you have to have similar interests in some sense. Like people say opposites attract. Yeah, yeah, opposites attract, but you have to be in the same place in your life. So if you're in a place where you're like, hey, I just want to travel the world. I want no responsibilities. I want to have fun. And the other person is like, yeah, I'm there too. Great. You guys will laugh and have a great time. But if one person's like, hey, I have a whole kid and I have a, uh, maybe an apartment or a house, a mortgage, I have you know, grown parents that are older that I need to take care of, then you can't really just be only jet setting around the world. You got to go to your kids' softball game, their ballet recital, do their homework, cook their meals, all the things. So do okay. you think, what do you think? Uh, I think that as far as them or as far as in general? As far as them. They look happy. Like honestly, like me as a, as a as a fan, as a spectator, they look they look happy together. Like, but all the, but looks can be deceiving. You know, there's there's thirty second clips on Instagram, but then there's real life. So I mean, it, you know, from both from what I'm seeing, they both look happy with each other. So uh, I'm all about happiness. You know, for real. Listen, I think that they look happy, and like I said, there's for for now. You can be happy for the in now. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can be happy for the whole season. Absolutely. 
but for the long term married how long have your parents been married like 30 years 30 so for the long term 30 years do you see it river Nah, you don't and neither do i i'm a sucker for love so i see love everywhere i'm a big love guy oh lord oh lord (laughs) i see love okay okay i don't don't quite see love i see you married in the next few weeks what's that i see you married in the next few weeks oh yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> you have you. no idea. River, I went on this date. I had these, these, I looked bomb. I had these high heels on Ooh, and dro- we're walking back to the car. And when I say he was telling me something, I was looking at whatever he was telling me and I fell flat on my face. I got bruises all on my hand, bruises all up my arm. And he's, he thought he had to take me to an emergency. It was not a cute look. And guess what, River? Wow. There was no second date. Wait, wait, no second date on your part or he didn't, you know, he didn't. On his, his part. <laughs> Yo, what? Ah, uh, no, nah, that's not a deal breaker for me. Like, if a girl falls, like, on a date, that's, g- girls are clumsy. Yeah, a little like, bit clumsy. Girls are clumsy. That's why they're, in movies, you see them stumbling all over the place. Girls that was clumsy. me. But it's about I me, mean, but also, I mean, there are some, I don't want to, people be like, oh, stereotyping, misogynist. There are some girls out there that's really fit, you know, the ballet teams, they're really nice, but the girls are clumsy. So, River, what's your type? Since you're a ladies' man. I'm not a ladies' man. I love Why? You just said it. I love all women. You know? Okay. I don't have a type. It's whoever. It's whoever, you know, I don't have a type. Yeah, you do. Honestly, honestly I don't have a type. You do. I don't have a type. Okay. I pro- no, I promise I do not have a type because I thought I had a type. What what was your type before? Um tall. How tall are you? Six three. Okay. Yeah. So tall is like what, five eight, five nine? Six two. You date women that are I'll, six two. I'll just wait. I I don't know. This is a this is a tricky question. It's not because you know what? I'm not gonna call you out because I, I could tell you your type right now, but we have a bunch of our friends on this live, so I'm not gonna call you out. But I know you have a type. Well, well, okay, but type is subjective. Okay. How about personality wise? Oh, gotta be funny. I'm a funny dude. Like, gotta be funny. Like, okay, she's I, gotta honestly, have a sense of humor. Yeah, humor is big, like real real stuff, humor is really big on me. Like, if I can't make jokes with you and laugh with you. Like, dude, what are we doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. are we doing? Because I'm not a serious person, but I can't, like, it, it gets there. And when it's there, it's there. But I, you know, every day I like to have a good time. Does she have to like music? No, no. Honestly, no. Really? Yeah, no. That's surprising to me. No, no, because, uh, you know, um, I feel like couples have to have a world outside each other. You know, and then they come back and that's, you know, that's, that's how it is. Like, I'm happy by myself. I'm happy doing music. She might be happy doing something else. And then we come and you know, mix it together. Okay. So she doesn't have to take interest in my likes. Uh, she's got to respect my hobbies though. Okay. My passions. That's very um, mature of you. Yeah. No, nah, cause I feel like, you know, like, I feel like nowadays people try to pretend like they'll be like, oh, so what do you look for in a woman? And then they try to be everything you just said, or they'll be like, so what do you like to do? And that's, you know, that's their favorite thing they do, but they really don't like to do it. And now they're miserable three months, four months down the line because we're only doing things I like to do because everything was built on a facade. I don't like facades. 
If you don't like music, it's fine. It's cool. Put your okay. ear I see you got that Hugh Hefner robe on. Where do I get one of those? Oh, man. <laughs> you said Hugh Hefner robe. Actually, like, oh, man. Somebody, man. And does it have your name embroidered on it? Yeah, it has my name. I got I got Oh my... Lord Jesus. Man. No, but I have to record, I have to I have to voice record because I'm gonna send this to somebody. Somebody very special bought me this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, special? Yeah, somebody very special bought me this robe. It looks nice, right? Yeah, oh it listen, it's giving me pimp daddy vibes all pimp day. Pimp daddy all oh, All day. I'm not no pimp daddy now. But now, yeah, somebody very special. And I just want to say thank you, man. Cause like I, I wear this robe a lot, like real, real stuff. Like this, man. What? Oh no, I'm jealous. I want a robe like that. It looks very comfy. Yeah, like this robe is actually fitting. Like I'm not gonna tell you what I do in this robe, but it's a. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my god, I cannot with you. Oh man, they're gonna they're gonna be. Crystal says, "Nice robe." For real. <laughs> Man, listen, this robe is nice, though. I mean, listen, I, I suggest every man needs a robe, though, man, for real. And, and so, like... What's going on? Do you have more than one robe, or...? It's my only one. This is the one. The special one from the special person. This is the only one. This now, the... I know you can't talk about it, but I popped up this... Uh, we're going to meet Megan, and you don't have to say anything. I'll do all the talking. We're going to meet Megan next, next episode, and uh, I've been trying to find her on social media. It's been hard. That's all I have to say. Can't wait to see how this pans out. <laughs> it was, I, I, and that would be my exit. You know what I'm saying? I'll leave, <laughs> I'll leave on this note. I'll mysteriously just vanish in the thin air. You know, I, I might do one of these where I just go into the camera and just, and I disappear. You know what I'm saying? I might do that right now. I might just go into the camera. And, <laughs> and on that note, River's out. Guys. Uh, make sure that you are paying attention to the opening music of next week's episode because it's all River all day with his original music. <laughs> oh my God, that guy is so funny. Love it. All right, guys, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping um, and then we'll jump into season three. The family Chantel is back unannounced and uninvited. I'm about that life. So because uh, the show really, um, you guys are the ones that helped me make this happen. I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard. That dude is so funny, you guys. Um, so support the show, bottom of the screen. You can see where you can support the show. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching, if you can hit that thumbs up, it's free to do. It really does help me. So go ahead and hit that thumbs up. Um, and if it wasn't for Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Trina, Jennifer, Sherry, uh, Lillian, Sydney, Nia, Raydella, Brianna, Crystal, Amanda times two, because there's two of them, Angela, Megan, Marianne, Donna over at Anchor FM, Ebony, Elizabeth, Carly, Geek Girl, Betsy, Christina, Beth, Chandra, Judy, Cassandra, Deb, and Janice. These shows would not happen. And um, so thank you so much. Again, you guys, those are my Patreon subscribers. I have so much coming down the pipeline for you guys. Really, like, really. That's all I can say. Really. We have some good times ahead of us. So thank you for being a subscriber. And I cannot wait to share with you all the things that we have going on. Um, let's get into the episode. You guys, I'm so excited that the family Chantel is back. The drama of it, of it, 
the show. And I, first of all, I love that it's not two hours. I love that they like jam pack everything into an hour so that I can actually just be laughing the whole time and not be like, damn, this, you know what I mean? I like it. I think that the 90 day fiance could, could cut that down to about an hour. So love it, love it, love it. Um, starts off with Chantel and Pedro. Did you realize you guys, it's been four years that they've been married and, uh, Pedro makes a joke saying four tragic years. I was like, yeah, the tragedy is between the drama of all the family members and the families, you know, have never gotten along. And that kind of is what brings me to the show, you guys, because it's so outrageous, but outrageous in a good way. So um they are packing to go back that's how we see it they're packing to go back they're in in the philippines still um they're packing to go back to atlanta and uh it's been a rough journey right that whole philippines trip the marriage the wedding the whole thing was was drama from last season we know that royal and anjanette they flew back to the atl as well um but, you know, things aren't aren't what they seem. And I'm curious to know if we're actually going to see River, not River, Royal and Anjanette in this season. Because he's not trying to mess around with his family whatsoever. Like, period. He's like, Psst. nah, fools. So, let's talk about the characters. So, Chantel and Pedro. We have Royal and Anjanette. We're going to have Nicole, which is Pedro's sister, and Alejandro, her boyfriend. Um, Winter and Jaw. Jaw's back. He wasn't there last season, but he's back this season. Uh, Lydia, who is Pedro and Nicole's mom. Thomas and Mama Karen, who's my absolute favorite. All back for the new season. So, um... Anjanette kind of wants to stay away from the family Chantel. She, she's kind of traumatized by everything that happened in the Philippines. And Karen feels traumatized too, which is interesting to me. Uh, she feels like there was a lot of funky time and she needs some time and space to just really digest everything that happened. And she really just feels traumatized by the trip. So she's just going to take some time to heal. Right. And I was like, y'all. <laughs> Patty says, Karen slinking around in uh, Royals in her inspector gadget getup was hilarious. It was really good. Hey, Kelly. Hey, girl. Hey. So they get back to the ATL and they're back for about three weeks and COVID hit. Right. So they're on a lockdown. So that shut down filming all the things. So then we fast forward, it's three months later, things have kind of eased up a little bit. So they start filming again. Um, we find out that there's been distance between Royal and the family. Uh, Pedro says, you know, anytime the family Chantel is around, crazy things happen. It's like a roller coaster ride and no truer statement has been made. Those are facts. Anytime season one, if you guys remember, remember that crazy fight between River and Pedro. Season two, um, we had the crazy fight between Nicole and Chantel. And season three, when I'm looking at that preview at the end of this episode, when Alejandro does this like crazy karate chop 
towards Pedro, I was like, oh, Lord, here we are. I love it. They're back. So um, we start off with Pedro and Chantel at their apartment. Pedro has bought a new car. He's calling Betsy. He, during the quarantine, was studying for his driver's test. And he first says, and then he passed it. So he passed it. He went and bought a car. And so it's Betsy versus Pinky. And he's going to choose Betsy every single time, which was hilarious to me. So they have this like long um, hose that I think is like five or 10 hoses that they, they're on like the third floor. They want to like wrap it around and drop it from the third floor apartment to the ground so that they can wash Betsy because Pedro doesn't want anyone's hands on his car. And so they're doing that. And we find out in that whole thing that it took Pedro at least four times to pass his driver's test. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess, but what does that say about his driving skills? You, you failed your test at least four times. Okay, Pedro. Um, and Chantel has finally finished nursing school. She had her final nursing class online and she's graduating after it looks like 12 years. Pedro keeps joking around that it's taken her 10 years, um, but she's finally finished. So we remember from last season that um, she didn't pass. And so she had to redo one last class. So she's finally passed online and she's finally graduating. Crystal's asking, was it the written test? I could see that. Well, um, me being Canadian, I'll tell you this: they don't. You have to take the written and the and the road test to get an American driver's license. So maybe there's a language barrier. But the thing is, out in Cali, they have the written test in any of whatever your native language is. So I don't know if it was necessarily a language thing, like an English written language thing, because they do allow you to take the written test in your native language. So. I don't know if it was just that crystal. Um, so, um, Chantel has passed. She's now officially a nurse, and she's going to start off start off her career as a home health pediatric pediatric nurse. And then she wants to later transition to a major hospital, working on the neuro floor. So that's pretty cool. And Pedro's super excited because now he thinks that they can buy houses, they can start a family, he can chill out because, you know, he's working at a warehouse. And so he feels like his wife is going to bring in the bacon and he can be chilling and playing his video games. Because if you guys don't know, Pedro's like a huge gamer. Like he games, he games all the time. He's actually games with Nicole, if you guys, not Nicole, his sister, but Nicole from Nicole and Azan. They had a whole team on Twitch and they were all like gaming together. It was very interesting to watch. Um, so they're going to have a graduation party. Chantel's kind of like sad because she's dreamed of this day, right? Can you imagine she's been in school for 10 to 12 years? She finally wants to like wear her cap and gown, walk across the stage, get her diploma, all the things. But because of the pandemic, they're not going to do that. Instead, they're going to do like a car parade. Um, and 
that's that, right? So she's a little sad that she doesn't get to have that moment that she's been dreaming of. Um, and everyone's wondering if Royal and Anjanette are going to come to her graduation, but she doesn't think so because she needs more time to mend her relationship with her brother Royal. Now, Karen, Mama Karen has been calling Royal and calling Royal and calling Royal and calling Royal. And I have to, I want to share something with you guys, but I have a feeling that there's music involved and... I'm wondering if I'll be able to play it without the music because this is how much I love Mama Karen. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that I can do it. So I'm going to pop this up. This is Mama Karen because I love Mama Karen. I'm going to play with no music so YouTube doesn't slam me. And if you guys remember from season two, that dress from season two, <laughs> I just love this lady. I think she's hilarious. She's dancing around. She's casting a spell, y'all, just in time for the Halloween season. And maybe she's casting a spell to make sure that all her family, all her kids are taken care of. Because Karen, Inspector Karen, Patty, Inspector Karen, she's got her magnifying glass out. She is coming to the bottom of it. So Karen uh, has been sent to voicemail every time she calls Royal and she is not having it whatsoever anymore. So she says it's time for action. So it's been a few months since she's heard from Royal. She's actually a little bit worried. She hasn't heard from Royal or Anjanette. So she's pulling up on them. Y'all she jumped in a car service and she headed over to his house and she wants to know what is going on with her son. And she says, one of my favorites so far, because, you know, I love the Karenism. She says, there better not be any funny business going on. Now, she gets to the house, you guys, and you know those ring security where it's the camera and it's recording everything? Everyone has them now. Well, Royal has a ring security light. So she's knocking and she's ringing the doorbell. And I know that they're sitting in their apartment looking to see that Mama Karen's downstairs and they are not answering, y'all. They are not answering whatsoever. There's no answer and Mama Karen's like, what the freaking hell? She op picks up the mat. She's looking under the mat for a spare key as if she's going to let herself in. Nope. 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 So she starts calling him. And she's calling him from, you know, the yard area of the apartment. He's not answering. He finally answers her call. And he's like, don't call me. Don't call me. I'll like aggro and angry and Karen's like she wants to have a private conversation with her son so she asked them to unmic her they unmic her and you know we find out later that he says that he needs space that they're okay um and Jeanette feels embarrassed about everything that happened in the Philippines they just need more time they don't want to have anything to do with the family right now. They're working on their relationship. Um, and Karen's like, they need help. 
and they need to go to marital counseling because we did see some cracks in the relationship, right? Last season, we saw that there were some things that those two were definitely not on the same page about. Um, so she is going to allow them to have that time. She's going to respect that um, because she believes that they need to heal too. And then she says, oh, my dang. She disagrees with how Royal treated her in the Philippines, but she knows that she's healed and she knows that her family is healed, but clearly River and Anjanette has, haven't healed from that situation. So she's willing to give them the space that they want and they need. So whether we see them this season or not, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Um, just looking at the promotional material, we don't see them in a lot of the promotional material at all, but maybe they'll pop up because they definitely will bring the drama. Then we head over to the Dominican Republic to see Lydia and Nicole. Now, Nicole went to visit uh, Alejandra for a week shortly after he came to visit her. And guess what? Nicole got stuck in New York City because of the pandemic. So shortly after she arrived, like three days after she arrived, uh, COVID hit. So she was stuck in New York City with him, which, I mean, it could be a blessing. It could be a curse, however you look at it. Um, but they had never spent so much time together. So things got heated, right? A lot of relationships are not, they're not um, making it through COVID. A lot of relationships. And we even see that right now in present day. You know, we have... Michael and Juliana that just announced that they broke up. We have Kia and, and Lowo finding out that he has been cheating on her. Um, we have Tanya and Sinjin who didn't make it. A lot of these 90-day couples are not making it through this whole pandemic. And a lot of couples in general are not making it through the pandemic. So I feel like if you weren't on solid ground, um, you know, it's harder to have your relationship last, which is really interesting to me because, you know, you get so into like your day-to-day -day routine that it just becomes a routine. But when everything stops and it's just like you and that your partner and it's you and your partner all day, all day. If you're on shaky grounds, when the world opens up, guess what? One of those partners is going to run out the door. <laughs> so, um, that's kind of what happened, but I don't think they broke up, but they had some tense times, Lydia was saying. So she was there for three months and finally after three months, she was able to come home. She just got back like a few weeks ago and she really was surprised about her time there with Alejandro, right? Because when they last saw each other, they were so in love, it was so romantic. But what do I always say to you guys? Vacay Bay, what do I say? Vacay Bay is Vacay Bay. You're on vacation, so everything's going to be hunky-dory because you both are on your best behavior. You're all in love. It's all lovey-dovey. Woo-woo-woo. I love it. I love you. I love you. Okay. Hop on your plane. Hop on your plane. And then you miss each other. Woo-woo-woo. But the day-to-day, that's when you're in a relationship because do you, can you make it through the day-to-day? -day? So she gets back home. And so things were not only tense with Alejandra, she gets back home and things are tense with her mom because Lydia told Nicole not to go to New York City. 
uh, because there was a pandemic had already started and many countries had already shut their borders. And Nicole decided to go anyways. And Lydia was pissed off about it. And she's like, you spent four months in New York City and you didn't listen. And now you're back. And I think you should break up with him. He is not right for you. Um, because, you know, I haven't trusted him since the moment I met him. He came in my house with ripped jeans, with big hair like an iguana. He is not on your level. He's like a dishwasher boy. And she says, I don't like him. And Pedro doesn't like him either. And Chantel, excuse me, Lydia's like, Pedro only doesn't like him because he is using that as a distraction from his miserable life with Chantel. Now, I don't, you know, this whole feud between Chantel and Lydia, it's pretty hardcore. When your sister doesn't like your wife, your brother doesn't like your husband, like, it's a mess, right? Because you're stuck in the middle because you love them both. But if they hate each other, it's a, it's a definitely hard place to be, for sure, for Pedro. Because where do your loyalties lie, right? Now, those two will never get along. Those two will, will never get along. And, you know, a lot of people say that there's, like, a jealousy factor there. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think Nicole is jealous of Chantel? Let me know in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, let me know in the replay. Uh, do you think it's just a jealousy thing or do you just think that they're two different personalities that just don't get along? So um, we also, so Lydia asked, Hey, so you spent, you know, almost four months with him. Is he divorced now? And she's like, no, he's still not divorced. And that pissed her off even more so, right? Because last season we found out that he was still married to his ex and, you know, what is taking so long? What is taking so long? Oh, you guys are funny in the live chat. Patty says, maybe Alejandro ran out of spray on beard during the pandemic. And Crystal says, yes, yeah, she's jealous. She's trying to become Chantel. Yikes. Yikes. Then we get back to um, the Atlanta it's so funny because I say Atlanta or I say the ATL and then sometimes it comes out as the Atlanta. I don't know. So we go back to Atlanta and Chantel and Karen are getting ready for her graduation. They pull up to a party store and one of my Karenisms come out that I absolutely love. She's like, these masks are a pain in the A. I don't know why I think she's so funny, but I just think she's so funny. They get to the party store and Chantel's all sad because it's going to be a drive through parade instead of a graduation party. Um, and, you know, first she was concerned about Royal and Anjanette coming to the party. She wants to now know if Winter and Jaw are going to come to the party um, because we find out that two weeks after they came back from the Philippines, Winter ran back to Jaw and move right back in with him and they're back together, which I am fascinated about, right? So if you guys remember, the last time we saw Jaw, he had a whole kid that he was hiding this whole time from winter, didn't tell her about it, got busted by Chantel and Karen, and that was the last we saw of him. And winter was all sad, her feelings all hurt, she broke up with him, 
went to the Philippines. And I guess whatever happened in the Philippines with all the drama, she's like, you know what? I'm going to need my man right beside me. So when she got back, she ran right back to him. I, I mean, I get it. Um, so we also find out from Chantel that that's what Winter and Jaw do, that they break up and get back together. They break up and get back together. They get break up and get back together. That's kind of their cycle. Um, but she's not having it. She's like, listen, that, that guy doesn't deserve our sister. He lied about a whole baby. And I just don't think that he's right for her. So if you guys remember from last season, they did a whole investigation on Jaw. They brought the receipts. They confronted him. It was a whole mess. And they just really don't want him for her. And so they're a little salty this season. Salty, I tell you. Salty. Salty that she got back with him. So that's going to be a problem this season. Guaranteed. Um. So at the party store, Karen tells Chantel that she went up to Rip Royals. He didn't answer. And so we don't know if Royal's going to be at her party, if Anjanette's going to be at her party, if Winter's going to be at her party, if Jaws going to be at her party. We don't know at this point. Um, probably not Royal and Anjanette because they need to work on their issues. And Winter, you know, we find out that she does show up and she doesn't show up alone. And this is my favorite part, you guys. Okay, so my favorite part. They're sitting on the couch to camera and Mama Karen is talking about, you know, at the end of the day, we're a family and our family is a family and we're all together. And in this family, we are all for one and one for all. No one gets left behind. And then she goes, all for one. And then she goes, Chantel. And then Chantel says, and all for one. Wait, no, she goes, wait, I messed that up. She says, all for one. And then she goes, Chantel. And Chantel says, and one for all. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. All for one and one for all. Anyways, that just cracked me up. It cracked me up. Oh, funny to me. So everyone's calling Chantel for taking a long time to graduate. You know, Pedro's saying it took her 10 years. And then River comes and says it took her 12 years. And everyone's laughing about it. And so we pan into them decorating the cars for the parade. Karen has made a face mask for the car because, you know, it's pandemic time. Uh, she's got balloons and signs and um, antenna, pom-poms, the whole nine yards. And it's the first graduation parade that Karen's ever been to. And Pedro's like, yeah, after 10 years. And then Mama Karen says, well, like Michael Jackson said, don't stop till you get enough. I was like, what? Just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop till you get enough. I love her, you guys. I just absolutely love her. I don't know where she comes up with her sayings, but I am absolutely here for it. Um, and so then River's joking around, and River says that Chantel's the first person in the family to spend 12 years in college. 
And he starts laughing and like, she's going to be so mad that I said that. But Chantelle is part of the class of 2020, graduated with a BSN. And then River says, no one can call her a dumbass bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, Winter's rolling her eyes. And then they flash back to when she called Chantel a dumbass bitch. <laughs> dumbass bitch! Winter's like, I already apologize. I'm proud of Chantel for sticking it out and going after her dreams. But she's a dumbass bitch. <laughs> okay, I need to stop it. Uh, <clears throat> It's going to be a thriller in Manila. Freaking love her. I love her. Love her. Just love it. I love it all. So they're doing the graduation parade and they're like, woohoo, woohoo, Chantel, Jimero, Jimeno, Jimeno. I don't even know the last name, Jimeno. So Chantel, Jimeno, woo. Um, and then Pedro's all excited calls her the hot nurse and then Chantel's like anyone call for a nurse anyone need their temperature checked and then Pedro falls out laughing it's getting hot in here super excited that he's that she's got her BSN and uh he's like I'm proud Audrey the cat is proud and he's doing like this cheerleader thing nurse pinky winky nurse pinky winky and then in all of that he's also like so how much are you going to make? You make like 75000 a year? And meanwhile, he's thinking this because, you guys, he's hoping that he can like chill out from his warehouse job. And she's like, no, I'm going to be entry level. So she thinks she's not going to, she's going to be making below forty-five k a year. And he's shocked. He's like, even in the warehouse with overtime, I make $22 an hour. So like you have a BSN, how are you going to make less than 45000 a year? And he's like, I thought my life would be easier. I could be more relaxed because Pinky Winky's going to make like 85000 a year. And she's like, that's not true. And she says, you know what? You can go to school too. And you can get a degree so that you can get a career. And we can make six figures together. And then there was silence. Crickets. Crickets. And, you know, Pedro's a little... Leary, right? She wants to find, she wants him to find a career, but he's insecure about going to school. And that's what's been holding him back because, you know, he wants to find a career, but he's worried about like the English and whether he's going to be able to, to finish school and that whole thing. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Then we go back to the Dominican Republic, Nicole and Karima. And I just have to tell you, I'm going to pop this up here. Nicole's looking fire, y'all. In this photo is obviously after she got her boob job, and we'll talk about that shortly. But she's on the glow up, y'all. She is on the glow up. And not only is she on the glow up, okay, because she she's looking fire, but her friend, Karima, y'all, look at this photo. This is just from two days ago. This girl's been hitting the gym, too. When I see, is that a six pack I see? Yes, I do. So between her and Nicole, y'all, 
they're on the come up. Okay, they're doing the opposite of what I did. And the op for me, the pandemic has made my cheeks a little fuller, my jeans a lot tighter. But these two obviously kept it in order, unlike myself. <laughs> Anyways, Nicole tells Karima that uh, her and Alejandra are going through a lot of problems. They both kind of don't know how to handle stress and quarantine was hard on them because they were together all day long and she had no one else to talk to but him and they fought about everything down to the little things. They fought about food. They fought about just everything. And she felt like the time that they had together was definitely not what she had envisioned. And because they were arguing so much, she thought that that was like a little glimpse into what their marriage would look like. And she wasn't having it. And so she doesn't even know what's going to happen next. And um, she's like, you know, we just had a lot of clashes and confrontations over the very little, little things down to her wanting to get a boob job. So she wants a boob job. He says, no. Um, and if you do it, I'll leave you. And, you know, if you want to please me, then you're not going to get a boob job. Now, first of all, it's her body, her choice, Alejandro. So she can do whatever the fuck she wants. And if, if it makes her feel more confident to get plastic surgery, then she should go ahead and get plastic surgery. And like Juliana says, no man controls me. Anyways, he doesn't want her to do it. He says, uh, you know, I like you just the way you are. And he hangs up on her and tells her not to call him. So she's going to do it anyway because she feels the same way she feels that women are free and have the right to choose what they want to do with their own bodies and i absolutely agree with that women are free to do whatever they want people are free to do whatever they want whatever makes you happy healthy and confident then that's what you should do no one should tell you what you should do with your body texas and so uh her and karima are driving to the doctor's office and they are going to get a consultation um <clears throat> about this boo job thing so she goes there and gets a consultation and she is super excited about it and the doctor's walking her through it saying it's not going to be painful it's not a hard surgery and she's like sign me up Meanwhile, Karima doesn't trust Alejandro because she thinks he's selfish, manipulative, and insecure. And she feels like if that's supposed to be your partner, your partner is supposed to be supportive of you. And if they don't support you, then they're really not your partner. So we head on over to Chantel's mom's house, like she says. And she's like, I don't know why I call it my mom's house, right? Because it's my parents' house, but I say my mom's house. And Pedro says, is because your mom will kick your father's ass for real if something happens. And then he says, the mom, your mom wears the pants in the family. And then he does these whip noises. He's like, whoosh, whoosh, Thomas, whoosh, Thomas, whoosh, Thomas, whoosh. And I freaking fell out. I fell out. Pedro's Super hilarious, this episode, you guys. Like, his little one-liners, right up there with Karen's one-liners. So, um, Chantel kind of gives him the side eye on that. But he's not lying. He's not wrong. She is in charge of that household. Um, and then he starts 
teasing her about how long it took her to go to school and how long it took her to finish school. Hey, Dustin. Hey. Um, and she's like, well, you know, I was working full time. I was paying for classes. I was going to school. I was in a long distance relationship with you. So I was going back and forth to the Dominican Republic. Uh, then we started the K-1 visa process and that, those expenses. So she's like, it took me a longer time to graduate. And I think at the end of the day, you guys, A, nursing school is not easy. B, nursing school is not easy. And C, she has her BSN, which is not easy. So take all the time you need. And guess what? If she's working all the time, she probably doesn't have a shitload of student loans to pay, which, you know, I'd rather take that time than have like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, right? So I am not mad at her. However you can finish, finish. So they get to Karen's house and they're all sitting outside. They're barbecuing. It's her little graduation party. Thomas says the first thing of the whole entire episode. He asks Pedro or tells Pedro like, hey, what's going on with you? What's new with you? Pedro talks about working at the warehouse and Thomas says that he needs to step up. And Karen's like, yeah, you need a job. You need a career, not just a job. Those are two different things. You got to work, bitch, right? You got to work, bitch. Oh my God, I love her. I just love her. And Pedro's like, you know, he feels the U.S. has a lot of opportunities that you can make money anywhere. You can cut grass, you can climb trees, you can, you can work at a warehouse, you can be an influencer. He's not really feeling like, hey, you need to go to school, get a career. He's like, the U.S. offers you opportunities to make money wherever you can, so get in where you fit in. That's how Pedro feels. So he feels like the family Chantel is judging him, his mom, his sister. And he's just like, I see it a little differently. I don't feel like I have to do all that as long as I'm making money. Uh, so the other thing, cause you guys know that I get distracted, but my favorite mama Karen was sitting there drinking her red wine with the straw. And she's like drinking out of the straw. Is winter coming? And yes, winter is coming. It's going to be the first time that her and Jaw uh, are going to be together with the family. First time that Jaw is seeing the family since the child reveal. And he's just hoping that everything goes well, that it's all positive vibes, that they don't attack him, all the things. And um, <laughs> he just wants to get there, get it over with. He feels nervous. But it's a new day. And I was like, Listen, it's a new day, but it's the same family, Chantel. So you better suck it up and you better be on your best behavior and you better come with something that makes sense so that you don't get attacked. Those are facts. Um, so he's hoping that there's no weird behavior. He will be wrong. <laughs> so Winter walks in with Jaw and Chantel is like, what is happening and Pedro's like, oh, my God, like, damn, she showed up with, with jaw. Oh, my God. And, you know, Pedro likes anything that takes the heat off of him and Chantel's relationship. So he is going to milk that. He's going to stoke that fire. As long as it's off of him, it's now on winter and jaw. He's about that life. So he's doing all of that, making it a whole thing. 
and Josh sits down and says, um, Josh sits down and then Winter sits down and Winter says, good to see you. And Chantel looks over, doesn't say anything, just looks over with venom, right? Then there's this weird, awkward silence. Josh says, congratulations, whoever Winter loves, I love, you know, congratulations on finishing school. And Chantel doesn't say anything. And then River says, hmm, let's address the elephant in the room. And then Chantel's like, yeah, let's not act like. And then that was the end of the episode. So I'm very happy that the family Chantel is back. I'm happy for the drama. I'm happy for the excitement. And I just want to show you this photo of the glow up of winter because winter is bringing the heat. She's bringing the heat, y'all. She is coming into her own. I think that she is um, growing into herself and growing and feeling more comfortable with herself. And you can see it in her confidence. You can see it in the way she dresses. You can see it in what she posts online. And I'm about that life. I, I'm happy for her. And she looks fire, y'all. Fire! What are y'all saying in the live chat before we end? Um... Crystal says, I still have PTSD from nursing school. We love you, midwife Crystal. And like Patty says, we applaud all nurses and first responders. Um, because, you know, especially through this pandemic, y'all were it. Y'all were it. Um, Patty says, Chantel, better back off. And Crystal says, Yes, Winter. I want that outfit. That was the episode, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. And River, thank you so much for joining us. We are family now. We are family. That's all I know about that song. Uh, I will be here same time, same place tomorrow, talking all things Love After Lockup. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button, and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye now. <laughs>